Welcome and thanks for joining me. Today we're going to talk about news on the coronavirus and the divide between the information coming from the White House and coverage of the topic in the news media. Today I have Dr. Todd Ellerin joining me. Thanks for joining me. Uh, as someone who is living this every day and a frequent contributor to the press, I appreciate you speaking with me today. I will begin by asking you, um, how do you think um, has the COVID information presented specifically by the president and White House impacted the United States while in recovery? And has the media's response made that better or worse? Well, first of all, Lee, it's, it's great to be joining you. And um, this is such a an unprecedented time with the U.S. having the most number of COVID-19 cases in the world and the most number of global deaths. Um, and so to think that we're dealing with a plague that we haven't seen the likes of in 100 years, I think your questions are really important. You know, when it comes to crisis management, one of the first rules of thumb is it's incredibly critical to give accurate and transparent information. And really from the beginning, one of the issues uh, and there's been many, but one of the key issues that I think has hindered the, the U.S. response is that we've had a lot of mixed messages. And um, it, it's not just mixed messages coming out of the White House, but it's really mixed messages on all levels, national, state, and community. But when we're talking about national leadership, that really, you know, is of paramount importance and again when it comes to crisis communication one of the most important things is to have a unified message and while when you're dealing with a pandemic that's new it's true that sometimes you don't know always exactly what the right answer is and what the right message is but it should also be always be as unified as possible and we really haven't seen that whether it's with you know, initial um, issues with uh, masking and the need for the need for universal masking, whether it's um, uh, hydroxychloroquine that, you know, in the beginning we thought there was promise there and then people were touting it to be a cure. And then ultimately the randomized controlled trials showed that it was not helpful at all in COVID-19, you know, whether you're dealing with um, uh, emergency use authorization um, with the FDA uh going back and forth and whether uh, there was uh, they were being undermined by um, uh, different aspects of, of, of the leadership all of these things I think have really uh, undercut and uh, and and made it more challenging to have a have a unified response um, and in light of that we are we've really there's, we've really dug a hole for ourselves and have to try to climb out of that. Um, I will also say that there's a lot of great work that is being done and, and a lot of great work, whether it's by the CDC, whether it's by the FDA, the NIH. And, um, and I think that we need to always remember that we have to follow the science and we want to try to politicize as keep the politics for the politicians and that's that is important 
but we don't want that to mix in with the our, our response to the COVID-19 pandemic. For that, we have to follow the science, and that's critical so we can you know make the best decisions for the public. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And um, what do you see as the most prominent disconnect between information presented by the White House and that presented by leading medical or media sources such as the CDC? Um, yeah, and I didn't. You, 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 one of your questions was about you know the media as well, and I guess I didn't I didn't um, mention that. But I think mixed messages are the biggest problem. Mixed messages. Mm-hmm. You hear some of the, you know, some of the top infectious disease physicians in the country um, uh, make uh, give advice on things, and you hear other uh, potentially non-physician leaders saying something else to make perhaps to the contrary, or perhaps you know saying, you know, oh, you know, it's. It's not necessarily like this, and there's uh, other people that are that are that are saying uh, that are seeing another uh, perspective. I mean, I think that the one thing I can say is for the White House and the administration, they have hired top-notch people. Um, you know, when you look at you know Tony Fauci, who heads up the NIH. You know, when you look at um, when you look at uh, Dr. Redfield, who heads up the CDC. You know, when you look at Stephen Hahn, who, who's the head of the FDA, I mean, these are smart people who have great teams. And I think we have to kind of let them do their job. And I think I, I think if we did that, um, we would uh, we'd have uh, uh, we'd be in a different place right now. But I think some of the mixed messages have sort of um, uh, marginalized and weakened and um kind of isolated these these um physicians scientists epidemiologists uh um and 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 you know in in trying to follow their their guidance you know we have we have the cdc putting up guidance and then taking it down you know there's just it's it's just not the way that things have uh uh, should be done in the time of an unprecedented crisis. Mm-hmm. And ha- and having said that, um, how would you say the media has dealt with representing these mixed, um, these different ideas that are spread to the public? You know, obviously, I, I, I am part of the media, and. Um, and uh, like anything else, you have your, um, I think, sort of um, great correspondence that um, that really give uh, an accurate, unbiased message. Um, and and it doesn't matter whether that, you know, again, remember, COVID nineteen doesn't discriminate. Doesn't care if you're a Republican. Doesn't care if you're a Democrat. It doesn't care if you're independent. It doesn't care if you are, you know, apolitical. Right. It infects all. It infects all of us. Mm-hmm. And um, and, uh, you know, that one of the problems with the media and, and various, you know, uh, media uh, channel that the politics get in the way. And I think the politics lead. Uh, again, 
um, messages that, that are seem like they're almost, you know, to uh, what you're hearing, depending on what sort of what station you're listening to. I think the public is getting mixed messages. Leadership outfits, and I think it just it, it leads to general mistrust. And at a time when we really need the public to trust our scientists and to trust our clinical investigators who are who are working furiously to try to get us a safe and effective vaccine. By the way, talk about one of the highlights of our response is is the is the quest for a COVID nineteen vaccine. That has been an unprecedented and extraordinary response where you have government working with academia, working with um, pharmaceutical companies, working with biotech and and uh, nonprofit and, and uh, uh, organizations and just these the, everyone is working tirelessly tirelessly to try to get us a, uh, a safe and effective vaccine. So we need the public to trust that effort because I don't care how good a vaccine is if if a majority of the country doesn't take it because they don't trust the people who are who are developing it. You know that no vaccine is going to work. So we need you know what we need is to come together to be collaborative to make sure the national state and community responses that we're on the same page it doesn't mean we're all doing the same thing at the same time but it means that what we're, we're, we're sending messages that make sense we're trying to minimize mixed messages we're having a singular source of truth and um i think these are the steps that will really help us um fight this virus and um and break break the chain of transmission because right now there's about 50,000 cases a day and winter is coming and that combination can be particularly deadly. Mm -hmm. Well, Dr. Ellerin, thank you so much for joining me and sharing your expertise with our audience. Thank you, Leah.